Hi, hello, welcome to Directly to You. It's episode 235 of our mm-hmm. podcast. We are Redirect. I am AJ of Redirect. I'm joined by Parker, also of Redirect. Here Easy we do one. stuff and whatnot. Um, you know what? Let's just get into topics and then Let's like after the first topic, I want to try doing housekeeping. How about that? How do cool. we do that? Let's Sounds try like that. A plan. Um, we're gonna talk about freaking Pokemon Day, dude, and also yeah, Mario man. Day. Um mm-hmm. Pokemon Day. It happened. It sure did. It was a thing that happened. <laughs> um I, so when did you watch it? Did you watch it like as it was getting watched, streamed or or did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, Ezra for some reason slept in that morning. So it was eight AM for me and she mm-hmm. just happened to sleep in for so I was like, Cool. So I told Ashley, um, I was like, Hey, tomorrow there's uh like Pokemon thing in the morning, Pokemon Direct. If you know, you want to watch it too. So she was just kind of getting ready, kind of half watching it as I was watching it. And I told her, I was like, there's a couple things that could happen there. That would be really exciting. But also who's to say, cause it could just be like Pokemon go update and Pokemon unite update and Pokemon this update and Pokemon that. So it was kind of the latter. <laughs> we'll talk I'd about it. But it was, I'd say it was somewhere in the middle. It was, it was somewhere it in the middle. Was yeah, yeah. What, it, it was what I expected to happen. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the like. Not what I wanted, but what I expected. Yeah, it was the exactly. baseline of what I expected. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I mean, at the end of the day, like the, the bare minimum expectation mm-hmm. where I walk away and I'm fine with it was that we saw something mm-hmm. about like what's next for the for Scarlet yeah. and Violet in terms of like whether that was going to be DLC or like a third game or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get that. Well, I mean, we'll get to it. Um, granted, right. I don't really want to. I, I talked about this this event in depth um yeah, yeah, on flip sure. screen games so like we don't gotta do mm, the whole mm-hmm. thing in terms of like my thoughts on it if sure. you don't really want to do that um so we could talk about the stuff that you find to be interesting or 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 whatever that is um but for me i'd the, say mm-hmm. yeah go for it i was just gonna say the long and short of it is like this is fine i think that like the the backlash for this is like overblown and kind of weird because it's like people people <laughs> are mad at an expectation that they set there and they're like that's fine or whatever i guess but it's weird to be mad about something that only you promised yourself as if mm-hmm. it was promised to you by the 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 entity that you're angry with like that mm-hmm. you're just having an argument with yourself at that point it's very strange in my opinion yeah i think yeah i think a good healthy middle ground is Fine and okay and good. Um, where like the difference between expectations and hopes, and that like, it, you know, if they manage to reach the hopes, that's awesome. But like, still kind of knowing what the baseline expectation is at the bottom of that. I don't know, but it's it's a tough thing. You know, they don't owe us anything, but at the same time, like, why bother doing an event if it's not going to be worth something? So there's, it's you know, it's a bit wishy washy there. So, but I I definitely don't feel like it's right to be like mad about it. Yeah. I think just like, it's fine to be disappointed and be right. like, ah, oh, man, would love to have more. Like, that's fine. But like, how could, how dare you do this to me? Like, that's a little bit yeah. tanky. Yeah. That's the, part the other of side. That, that's like, like, okay. yeah. Like, 
uh, that you're th- you're throwing everything out of whack with like how the reaction manifests. Um, mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. talking about this a little bit on Twitter, where it's like I don't have a problem with people having like being disappointed. It's what disappointment mm-hmm. means now on the internet, right? That I mean, I that, yeah. have a problem with. You know, like I'm disappointed all the time. Have a whole YouTube channel because I'd be disappointed. <laughs> Like that's why I'm here. <laughs> like, um, but yeah. the difference is like, like I at least try to have some nuance with those takes. You know, it's not always mm-hmm. all positive and it's not always all negative. But when people have these takes about these directs or these state of plays or these, you know, it's either all negative or it's all positive. There is rarely any in between. And the, mm-hmm. the, the, like the difference of what makes something negative or positive is rarely quantity, but when people talk about them negatively, it becomes about quantity, which then I think lends even mm-hmm. less credence to the argument that people are trying to make when a thing is negative, because the only thing that actually happened here, the only like, uh, missing, uh, component here is that person's personal taste uh taste because like i'm i'm positive that there's somebody that popped off when they saw pokemon concierge you know when they saw the pokemon (laughs) classic set they were like Mm -hmm. that's the hypest thing they've ever seen pokemon do Mm -hmm. in years you know Mm -hmm. but like because somebody came into the uh the direct with the expectation that they're going to get to play pokemon yellow for the four thousandth time on a new platform (laughs) um it was the worst thing in the world like yeah like we got to be realistic here yeah, and it's it's kind of the Smash problem where it feels like Smash takes a slot in a direct when it's like no, it just otherwise wouldn't have wouldn't yeah, have been there. It wouldn't have had anything. But if, <laughs> right. But if you don't care about Smash, then it, you know, there is a feeling of that. So I think similarly in terms of this direct specifically, there was it wasn't very new game heavy. Um which, you know, is what it that's is, but it makes it feel like... <laughs> that's the other thing that's crazy to me, though, because the uh-huh. same people that are upset that there's no new game complain about mm-hmm. how, quote-unquote, oh. rushed every new game is. <laughs> so yeah, like- yeah, for what it's worth, I don't mean, like, new generation mm-hmm. by any means. I mean, like, you know... Uh, or I, It wasn't very video game heavy, with the exception of updates well, yeah, to it's, pre-existing it's games. Pokemon so, Day. you know, like, but even like remakes or Pokemon like, you know, Day. whatever. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, that's obviously a big part of it. Um, but yeah, for me specifically, the part that I'd be most excited about is, you know, I'm like, I like the video game mm-hmm. side of things and I like Pokemon and stuff. Um, so things within that realm would have been the most exciting for me. Mm-hmm. But all that to say the smash effect or whatever, mm-hmm. or the, you know is is that pokemon go pokemon unite pokemon cafe remix and stuff like that those things feel like they're taking the like pokemon video game slots right that something else should be taking and i just don't think something else would be taking them in this yeah case, you just, know? that's just um, not how it works like I, I don't know if you saw it but i i made a tweet before like i want to say mm-hmm. like when they first announced it <laughs> where i was like this is not only for you Mm -hmm. it's not even Mm -hmm. only for me you know um and like i'm a pretty big pokemon fan (laughs) um but these events are not nintendo directs they're not and even nintendo Mm -hmm. directs aren't for every nintendo fan 
They are trying to reach all different types of fans. And with Pokemon specifically, not only are they trying to reach different kind of gamers, they're trying to reach different kind of people, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. some of these announcements are, like, equally intended for people that would never touch a Pokemon video game, as they are for Mm -hmm. people that are obsessed with them, you know? Yeah. Um, So it's like, I, I, I get the idea of, like, wanting certain things, and like whoever i don't even i'm not even like trying to direct this towards you um but mm-hmm. like whoever feels any type of way about oh well i didn't get enough of the announcements that i wanted it's like well yeah you didn't mm-hmm. you, you you came to the wrong place for that guy like you 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 came to freaking uh pf chang's hoping for five star <laughs> chinese food like i mean is I hear that, but at the same time, it's not that it's the wrong place for those for where those things are to happen so much. Because like, if there's going to be a new Pokemon game announced, this is the place that, where it would be. But it's just the wrong place to expect it all the time. I don't like. I don't yes. know how to frame that right, exactly right. 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 But, but I'm, like, I'm saying right place, right, uh, right place and time. Sure. I should say, like, because mm-hmm. we just got yeah. the new game. The new game literally just happened. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and like they already set the expectation a long time ago that like we're not going to get a whole new generation immediately after we get the first generation. Yeah, right, right. Um, the expectation has been set for decades that like remakes they don't really happen in this way. You know, like we're not going to yeah. like they're not just throwing out old Pokemon games on every platform. Like the ones that mm-hmm. we got are the exception, not the other way around. Yeah. You know, honestly, I think. I think the only thing that I would have, that would have made it be, well, I mean, we can talk about the details a little bit more. Um, We won't go too far into it, like you said, because you talked on the Flip flip Scream Games podcast. Everybody go listen to that, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's fun and good. Um, But for me, it's like spinoff game something. Although, now that you mentioned Pokemon Concierge, I'd forgotten about that. It's not a game, but I like the idea, and that's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But something of that exact caliber, just in the game quadrant, and I would have been very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is just that, like, I think the DLC, like, that'll be really cool. But they did the same thing that they did with the Crown Tundra and um, Isle of Armor stuff, where it was just, we don't know a whole lot about it. And yeah. so it's hard to get, like, it doesn't come out for a long that time. excited. Yeah, right, exactly. But, you know, in terms of, like, if the goal is excitement, then, like, confirmation of it is is great. But as far as, like, my personal level of excitement... Not very, just mm. in that, you know, it is what it is. But I also, I'm still playing the game. So it's like more of the, more promise of more of the game isn't like a super exciting thing because I'm still in it. Whereas mm. if I were done with it and what, you know, and at the point where you it, are yeah. in terms of like, you know, that kind of thing, then that would be different. And like new experiences in the same right. way, you know, like Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor were exciting because they added things that you ended up doing, like um, the... Dynamax Adventures and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like that's most of what you ended up doing for months and years to come after that. Yeah, um, like literally. Still so similarly, doing like after a whole yeah. new generation has come out, <laughs> still go back to Sword and Shield because of that. Yep. Um, so hopefully, you know, this will add similarly, you know, more longevity and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, overall for me, I think I was. I was pretty underwhelmed in terms of just or not underwhelmed, just more like wasn't particularly excited mm. by just about anything. The one thing I do think we need to talk about Pokemon Sleep. This was just another thing that was crazy to me. It's so funny this was that insane. it finally came back. 
because the internet gaslit themselves into thinking that they were excited for this. And then when it got announced, they were mad that it got announced. Like, oh, I thought everybody was like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like meme excited for it. That's not the right word, but like fake excited for it. You know what I mean? It, Did people think they were like legit, was, like legitimately was, excited? It was given Waluigi and Smash Brothers. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, the vibe exactly. I was getting. <laughs> Where, like, towards the beginning, it was like, oh, my God, you know, Vitality Sensor. Mm-hmm. It had also that trajectory, you know? Um, totally. Where, yeah. like, had Pokemon Sleep got canceled, mm-hmm. if that was the announcement that we got, people would be mm-hmm. rioting right now. But we got the confirmation of Pokemon <laughs> Sleep, and people are like, for real? All we got was Pokemon Sleep? <laughs> it's like, bro, what do you want? <laughs> it reminded, honestly, it reminds me of Morbius yes, in the way that, 1 like, million percent and then, Morbius. Like, they actually brought it back to theaters, and people were like, no, we, we didn't. We, we don't didn't really want, to watch want it again. This. I was yeah. totally kidding. One hundred percent, which but, is really funny to me. But it feels, but yeah, even yeah, that sure. feels different because, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, like people come in, like, have went into like Pokemon Presents like this one and be like, another year mm-hmm. that we don't get Pokemon Sleep. That's a <laughs> long time to meme, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a long time. Like Morbius is just like people making like tongue in cheek jokes that I I don't even get how Sony misread that as excitement. seriously like yeah people are very clearly making fun of you and you're like oh yeah people really want they're, like they literally <laughs> just looked at google trends they were like oh a lot of people were talking about morbius you know it's like you Honestly, don't gotta yeah. just look at uh, uh um uh, like google trends to know that like context is everything yeah guys. exactly like <laughs> i saw youtube videos and people like and countdowns like days without pokemon mm-hmm. so, you know like that type of stuff it's like all right, whatever. That's like, so funny. I don't really care if people are excited for it or not, because I'm not excited for it. I don't care about Pokemon Sleep. I don't sleep. <laughs> so, like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, <Yep>. But <laughs> it's just weird that people, like, go through, the, like, these weird mm-hmm. cycles of, like, come on, man. Like, do we got to be mad about yep. everything? Do we have to perpetually be angry all the time? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it is funny. But yeah, as far as like, so yeah, Pokemon Sleep, what is, they talked about it for so long and it's just so funny, but like, you know, maybe that's, that's a whole new craze and a whole new something. Um, I will not, I I guess, do you, I can't remember. Do you have to use, no, you don't have to use the thing. You You just say when you're going to sleep and when you wake up Mm -hmm. and I don't understand how it tracks anything. I don't know. It's going to just tell me I snore a lot because Ashley tells me that already. So (laughs) now we know. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, what a silly thing to spend so much time on. But cool. You know, it it is what it is. I I think I definitely talked myself into believing that the Game Boy game stuff was gonna happen it was all because of the um, japan thing of them taking out the- uh, it was did you see it was partly that did you and then see it was the, also um, i think sorry go ahead did you see that they re-uploaded the- they added it back in yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep so it was less that specifically for me i'm sure that contributed i think the main thing to me was like why did they announce game boy games exactly when they did because this and that and like blah blah it's something along that sort of a thing um which now i'm still conspiracy theorizing in my head about like well so they did that so now that means <laughs> who's to say um, i mean i can still see but... it happening like i i don't think like it oh, not yeah. happening on pokemon day means that it won't happen 
I um, think it will happen, but I but, think now it's going to be a, quite a bit further down the road. Like it's going to be an ace up their sleeve for a later time instead of like a one-two punch right now or something like that. Like I kind of was thinking. I mean, there's but also there's they can do whatever. There's uh, there's conspiracies ha- uh, conspiracy theories happening within the Pokemon mm-hmm. community right now. That uh, the reason why we're not immediately getting Pokemon home or getting Pokemon home as soon as we normally would, because that's usually we're in the time frame mm-hmm. that usually happens for a new generation. Um, mm-hmm. It's because they're having problems with integrating it um, either with Scarlet and Violet for some reason or mm-hmm. specifically with the older games with like integrating mm. them with uh stadium and also with like how mm-hmm. they all work in between all of that stuff um yeah. i don't know if i buy that but like <laughs> if that's the case cool i guess um also yeah. it's worth noting that like pokemon worlds is another place where they usually like to have these types of like they have like an opening ceremony closing mm-hmm. ceremony and they they usually have some sort of announcements there yeah. Um, like that's what and sometimes they'll have a Pokemon direct kind of a thing or a Pokemon presents like in May, a little bit before E3 time. I think is that's that just when, when is? I think that's just when there's a new generation. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, either a new generation or some sort of new game. They'll do it around yeah. that time frame. Um, but yeah. And, and also, I mean, for what it's worth, they could do that. Uh, I don't think it'll be in May. I think May is a little too early. Um, mm-hmm. but we're going to get another, presents for um the dlc um and the dlc is happening later than uh than sword and shields dlc did so that's also mm-hmm. worth noting which that's another thing that feels like i mean obviously they, they probably kicked it down the uh like down the pike for um technical issues that they were having and like trying to fix those and maybe uh, i talked about it on flip screen games podcast or uh, nintendo noise um like this they found because they went to go fix problems that they had in the original game i could see them like sprouting up new problems in the dlc and then you know like that all snowballing um so Mm, like instead of it being a a a summer release and a uh, a fall winter release like it was Mm -hmm. with um sword and shield which i think it was like june and october or something like that um Mm -hmm. now we're getting uh fall and winter which is probably going right, to be yeah. like, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be surprised to see it be something like, um, like late September and like November, February. December, February so would be crazy because they did say 2023. So that's the thing I was thinking about that. Um, I, I don't know that when they say winter of a certain year, I think sometimes they mean winter of the fiscal year mm-hmm. such and yeah. such or whatever then yeah. I, I don't know i feel like it depends from company to company but i i just know enough times that i've seen nintendo be like winter blah 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 and it's like coming close to holiday season i'm like where like where is the announcement for it and then it'll end up coming out in winter but i'm like you said winter 2021 and it's technically 2022 now or something along those lines. i feel like they kind of um, do like not the opposite of that but an entirely mm-hmm. different thing than that where they're like yeah. spring 2020 and it comes out in like like january (laughs) no not even that like it comes out earlier than that whereas like in Mm -hmm. in terms of like their quarters this would be Mm -hmm. like the first three quarters of this calendar year so to them the first quarter of a calendar year is spring and then the second one is summer 
and then the, you know like that's how it works yeah. rather than it being like well technically february is winter <laughs> you know like it seems like the truth is that they are just going to use whatever words sound good and then whatever release they'll date figure works, it out later it seems yeah. like and the if there's a mismatch like Mario, whatever mm-hmm. like you're getting the thing when you're getting the thing but yeah so i i and i'll we'll put a pin in that thing because that's going to come back up in a later topic um uh, you know from that but all that to say pokemon presents um yeah it was fine uh, yeah yeah, less not particularly exciting in my opinion Mm -hmm. but we know some stuff so there it is um mario day on the other hand is coming around the corner and it's the most exciting day that there is it Um, (laughs) is it truly (laughs) uh no but there i mean so there's a couple of new things happening around that for us and then some other new things that are nice for not us like you can get uh we talked about last week as being rumored and now it's officially a thing is there's a nintendo switch bundle so it's $300 $300 for the Nintendo Switch plus either. And for um, the record, so we were both right. This is, this is the Redbox Switch, the mm-hmm, not the mm-hmm. OLED. Not this the is, OLED. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it does come with the red Joy-Cons that I think are the Mario Odyssey Joy-Cons originally. I think so. They might like, it's like that color. Because there's like this whole thing. I remember Bob tweeting about it a while ago. Yeah. But the reds are like all like slightly, slightly different, different reds. Yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. If Maybe this, this is, is like, another yeah, new one. I was about to say, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if this is slightly different from those. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, I mean, could be. But yeah, it's um, last week we were like, I don't know what games could what game could come with it. And you were like Mario Odyssey. And I was like, yeah, or maybe New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. We're like, maybe just Mario Kart 8 again. Um, So it's one of your choice of any of those three. So we were right across the board. That's nice. Oh, no, maybe I didn't say U Deluxe. I think I might have said. Um, I think you said 3D uh, World. You said 3D World. 3D World. Mm -hmm. So I was wrong in that case. And. That would have been a better. I think 3D World third would have one, been, in my yeah. opinion. But get whatever. Mario Kart out of here! I'm over it. <laughs> Stop. Honestly, it should have been Stop those yeah, Mario instead of Mario Kart. Kart. Jesus um, Christ! I mean, people just keep maybe buying Mario. You know. <gasps> um, but in any case, that's you know that's fun, and especially there's a like a sticker kit from the Super Mario Bros. movie that's in there, and that movie uh, is gonna. You know, be coming out two There's days earlier than it was supposed to. It's switching their switches on looks stupid and tacky. <laughs> I wonder, is that the? Do you, I don't think that I've ever. Oh no, that's not true. I had a P. My PS One in like you know two thousand three or something. I had a ton of stickers on it, and then I. <laughs> I'm fine with one sticker. Like Bob has the yeah. the Apple yeah. sticker that they, they give you freaking a whole bunch of Apple sure. yeah, He has yeah. that on his dock. I'm fine with that. But doing the like Pokemon Scarlet Special Edition amount of stickers, yeah. you know, it's crazy. That's now that's thing. that's where my PS One was, um, <laughs> and then I gave it to my. I like just wasn't playing it very much, and I think. Oh well, okay. Here's the whole saga. Here we go. Um, <laughs> had it when we lived in France, and we were moving away from France. So I was like ten, and yeah. I gave it and my N64 to my friend Mathieu, and I was like, hey, um, keep this in all my games, and I'll be back in two years, because then we're moving back here. Um, so we you know, went to the States, we were there two years, we came back, and ended up moving to Belgium instead of France. But um, I came back, and I was like, hey, Mathieu, how's it going? And I was like, do you have, oh, it was Maxime, sorry. Um, 
And I was like, do you have my N64 and PS1 and all my games? And he was like, well, I sold most of them. Oh, my God. So that's toxic. Wait, why didn't um, you just take it with you? Because, so, because you can't use them in the States. Like, oh, yeah. The, it's well, I mean, PAL and all that. But also... I mean, it could have just brought it. I think we had limited storage space or something. And it was kind of like, ah, just use it while I'm gone. Kind of, you know, trying to be nice Mm -hmm. or something. Um, But like, he also had an N64 and he also had a PS1 and had probably a lot of the same games. So he didn't need them, but I just figured, just hold on to him. He sold most of the games. And then, so I had my N64 and PS1 and very few games left um, when I came back. So I took those and I played them and stuff. (laughs) The saga gets longer. I'm going to try to keep it short. But um, for the PS1, after a while, I was like, I'm not playing this anymore. I basically only had Crash Bandicoot on it um, and just wasn't playing it often enough to warrant anything. And so my friend James was like, hey, do you we have a garage sale coming up or something like that. Do you have anything you want me to sell? And I was like, you can sell this PS1 if you want. And I was like, but don't take less than twenty dollars. <laughs> And he came back the next day or week or whatever. And he was like, so, uh, yeah, my mom sold it for $5. That's crazy. (laughs) So he gave me the five. I mean, it was euros, but whatever. Mm. Um, I was like, okay, thanks, man. Um, So PS1's gone. uh, Had a GameCube, the N64 and all that stuff. Years later, skipping a whole bunch of time is my parents' apartment has a garage that they share with other people, and they had a trunk with lots of things in it, including um, lots of like memorabilia stuff and N64, GameCube, all the game, all the European games that I had, which is not that many, but some. Um, and somebody left the garage door open, and somebody walked by and stole it. <laughs> so those games are all gone, and it's sad because I don't have like many things from my childhood anymore but uh you know things are not what define us or some positive message like that you know physical games are permanent (laughs) or something like that (laughs) yeah exactly so what a time that's the saga um all that to say you can get a switch with mario if you want on it moving right along (laughs) they also announced anything to do (laughs) i don't know we got there some uh stickers that was it it was the stickers for the ps1 yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah speaking of the stickers for the mario movie they also will have a new trailer for the mario movie Mm -hmm. that's fun uh it's i think the last trailer they said or the first like full trailer or something like that that we already got say i mean we got like they're like "Ah, nah we got full trailers those are trailers man Last trailer yeah, would make sense. How they I mean, well, actually, no, it wouldn't, because it it's supposed to be on Mario Day. They usually do like it's on, uh, like yeah, last March trailers, 9th. like like two weeks or something like that before a movie comes out, right? Maybe even the week before. Yeah, um, I don't. But I don't know. Nintendo don't... never made a movie something. before, <laughs> so <laughs> setting their own That's precedent, true. I guess. Yep, yeah, uh, I'm trying to find the article that actually talks about that, but I don't care enough so neat um there's gonna be a new trailer that movie i mean that day and then otherwise other mario day things that are happening are there's a new wave of game of uh levels in your favorite game ever that you still play all the time (sighs) and you 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 hug it and kiss it every night uh it's mario kart 8 deluxe (laughs) i think selection looks pretty good for the most part there's three that i'm quite excited about and the other ones I feel kind of 
medium about don't really know them particularly well so you know whatever but we dk summit um and new yoshi's island looks cool and um also and waluigi stadium those three good old they're looking good they said and then the other characters and bird oh yeah they They said characters yep so I don't know Birdo's coming, the and then different they also said, Birdo, like if that's like a technicality. Oh, that's true. Um, I doubt it. I feel like probably it does mean that like the last two waves will also each get characters with it. Somebody like made a decent point of for some reason um, Diddy Kong and uh, I was going to say Diddy not Kong not Pauline. being in the game be stupid. It was it's yep. already stupid that he's not currently in the video game. Um, but also true. Diddy Kong should be in the game, and like Pauline is less stupid because like Pauline wasn't really a thing <laughs> in freaking 2014, 2015 when the video game mattered. Um, I mean, she mm-hmm. was a thing, but she was she's not a thing, you know, a thing. Tm. Yeah. she existed, but since nobody like cared about her. Mario Odyssey, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, now that people mm-hmm. care about her and they're putting her in most of the video games, they could add her to this one too, and that'd be cool. Um, and when, when I'm, when I'm forced to play it every, every two, three (laughs) months or so for these waves, um, that will be some level of comfort. Um, I'll still be tight, but I'll be like 5% (laughs) less angry if they at least add Diddy Kong into the video game. There it goes. So yeah, that's Mario Day. Uh, it's happening next week. So we'll talk about what happens next week once it's happening. You didn't even talk about week. the sales. They're taking like twenty oh, yeah. dollars off or something. That's true. Some games that go on sale every Mario Day are going on sale yet again on Mario Day. That's true. Um, they so, put Bowser. Bowser's going on sale did. or something. How come they didn't just do Captain Toad? <laughs> Captain Toad's already under sixty dollars, so they like had to do like like a twenty dollars <laughs> sale or something. Yeah. Like make it. I mean, or game. they just don't put right. it on sale, and they're like, "Oh, get select Mario games for thirty nine ninety nine And they it's just put true, that one there, they, and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah." They could have just did that. Like all these games are are thirty nine ninety nine. And somebody was, yeah, thinks they're getting a great deal, and they're like, "Oh wait, it's always That's just how much this game costs." But putting Bowser there was weird. <laughs> like I don't know why. They, I mean, I know why they did that. Design wise, they're yeah. like, "This is wrong. <laughs> we got to put yep. something there." Um, I also okay after the mario movie has happened so you know like mario at this point has a brand bible looks consistently the same and all that kind of stuff and like Mm -hmm. looking at this post of happy mario day has mario and he looks like mario um is there any chance that post the movie or in the next couple of years that that changes to reflect more like the movie style or i I doubt it i kind of doubt it I don't think it's going to happen. But I guess it, especially since they didn't do the Donkey Kong thing. They didn't. They weren't like Donkey. I mean, Mario has a new style. Look at him. Right. We like him. Yeah, yeah. They didn't do that. True. Because he he only looks like that to to be able to 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 uh, CGI map Chris Pratt onto him. (laughs) So it's like, I don't think that's going to be a permanent change that will make it to the video games. Uh, Could be crazy though. Mm-hmm. Um, but a permanent change is happening to the Metroid series, which True. is that it is selling I mean, well. <laughs> uh, hopefully permanent. Uh, permanent for this game, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, transitions, <laughs> you know? Um, so, 
there's there's a couple of things that are happening Metroid this week, which is neat. Number one, this just happened right before we started recording, but Metroid Fusion is coming to Switch Online expansion uh, next week on yep. March 9th. They should have did the it the same day as, as, as that should have been a launch game for, for the thing, because it would have been the mm-hmm. same as when Metroid Prime came out. Or is it Prime 2? It was one of the Metroid Prime games that Metroid Fusion came out. <laughs> oh, like you're so right. The same time frame and people are like, oh, so crazy. Two games came Here's out. Apparently, okay, I didn't know about this. Even though Nintendo does there's that some, all the time. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> there's some kind of um, integration with the two games where like if you have, uh, what is it? It's, I think it was like, like on GameCube. If... <laughs> I think it was like if you had Metroid Fusion and you did this, that, or the other and plugged in your whatever, blah, blah, something. Cable um, that I guess that you could play Metroid Fusion through, like, through Metroid Prime. Like, you'd unlock it in that That's game and dumb. play it on your Just TV Just get a game or Boy player. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so, I'm curious. I'm curious if something, you know, like that integration happens for no, re- literally no reason <laughs> at all, but just to show like, ah, isn't that a fun little thing that happened? Um, but in any case, that game's coming. I haven't played that one. I also still haven't I bought Metroid Prime Remastered, still haven't started it yet. Um, but now, like, there's so many Metroid games. I also want to play Super Metroid and because I, I keep just not getting around to it because there's other games to play. So, but I don't know, games, Metroid, man. It's a neat little thing. Yep, yeah, also PAX and E3. and yeah. um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, I I saw more stupid internet stuff that annoyed me about, about this video game. Um, mm-hmm. About people being like, um, like, Metroid's not worth x amount of dollars or whatever or the other side of the internet also being like metroid being uh not being 60 dollars is why it's selling so well and blah blah blah. it's like what's the first tell me more about what people are saying on the first side of that it's that it's not worth 40 dollars or 60 what's it's not worth it's not worth um 40 dollars they're saying that the game is not worth 40 dollars because nobody cares about metroid um but also Weird, there but are okay. People that, are <laughs> that yeah, there are also people that are like, uh-huh. m- like talking about the other end of that of being like the only yeah, reason why right, it's right. doing well is because it is forty dollars. And like, I mean, it's a contributing factor, are, are, sure, but not. I don't the know only... if it. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. <laughs> well, so in that, because, like. It being forty dollars just means that it's a it's more of an impulse buy for somebody right. that would otherwise be on the fence. I entirely and agree with, agree with that. But these people are specifically talking about the fact that the the right. physical copy of the video game is out mm-hmm. like is is sold out. Yeah, yeah. It would have sold out if it was sixty dollars. I promise you. I promise you. Yeah, that right, the, right. the stock that they had was selling out mm-hmm. for sixty dollars. It's selling yeah. on eBay and stuff like that for double the price. <laughs> They could have yeah. sold it for sixty, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely like it definitely does contribute to it being like an impulse buy overall. Like I think that mm-hmm. like for the, the digital strat, game, like, especially, they, it, you know, yeah, exactly, and that's why I didn't want to tweet this because I just didn't feel like feeding into that that whole <laughs> uh, garbage fire. Um, yeah, yeah, but 
I feel like what they should have did if they if they wanted to find a happy medium um, where they sell well, but also like uh, the people that really, really care about getting the physical version, get the physical version. They should have made the physical mm -hmm. version $60 and the digital version 40. Mm -hmm. They should have did that. And yep. they should do that more often. In the fact, I think there might be maybe not laws against it, but at least like best practices. It's not laws. Like, yeah, no. It's, yeah, they, I'm they sure it's not specifically, they, they, they go against doing that largely. It's not like a. a mm -hmm. There's like. For the retailers, times benefit, where there's probably. been an exception. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. like they don't do it because they, there's like. It's like a Cold War. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, well, yeah. if you do that, then we'll stop selling your. You know, it's like that whole situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I think they could, they could make an argument here. And yeah, even if they yeah, did something sure. where it's like, we packed in a special sticker. <laughs> it has reversible yeah. box art. You know, like people care yeah. about just having I mean, the plastic on their shelf or whatever. Like, there's pay 20 extra dollars for it. Yeah, there's, plen there's plenty of examples of exactly that where it's like, it's a digital-only game that exists as a digital-only game, and it's 15 bucks. And then mm. they make a physical copy, and they sell it for 30 bucks because they added in a couple other things. But really, it's because, right. like... It's a small publisher, you know, like Hollow Knight or something mm -hmm. like that. If right. you were, maybe maybe not that one, but there's there's games like Shovel that. Knight did um, it at one point in time. Like yeah, sure. There's and multiple examples of that. So like at that point, you know, um, so they could totally do that as well. And then at the at that point, it's the people that are buying it more as collectors things or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not the the fact that it's forty. Okay, there's so many different directions to go in there but i think it's selling well because it's selling well mm -hmm. and people want to buy mm -hmm. it um i'm sure there's a little bit of like you know scalpers are buying because there was obviously some low stock scalpers saw it as a thing to scalp like that mm -hmm. in it there i'm sure happens. too but yeah. then you're right exactly um but then you know one of the, the articles here is that nintendo responded to it and it's not like an artificial shortage or anything because they specifically were like oh uh, yeah we know that people are there's stronger demand than we expected so we're gonna make more of them and if there's none at your local retailers we'll get some there mm -hmm. basically uh here's the exact quote um uh, we will do everything we can to meet the strong demand for the product. Please continue to check with major retailers for availability. If the Metroid Primary Mastered game sells out at various retail locations in the U.S., we'll work to provide more units as soon as possible. Nice. So, like, it's it's selling pretty well. Um, but <laughs> if people didn't want the game, they wouldn't buy the game. You know? <laughs> like that's True. <sighs> yeah. But it's great. I mean, good thing that it's selling. So here's the question. Do you think... Um, uh, do you think it's liable in this quarter even to outsell uh, Metroid Dread? No. Hmm. Nope. I don't think so. Because I think that like this selling well for them like mm -hmm. uh, can mean two million copies. You know, like we don't know True. how many yeah. were purchased, you know, um, yeah. we don't, and we don't know what their expectations were. Mm -hmm. Um... I mean, there, there's like some, there's like a possibility that like when everything's all said and done, that it outsells Dread, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's going to like immediately outsell Dread. Yeah. I think, so my thoughts is that Dread had really like short spike in sales. Mm -hmm. And I think historically it seems like, 
Yeah. Um, Metroid is the kind of franchise that would also do that, where like it's got super fans and it's got people that are interested in the next game when it mm-hmm. happens, but not a whole lot of like evergreen sales. Mm-hmm. Not in that it doesn't have the evergreen value specifically, but just like that it, you know, in consumer mind share, it doesn't have. I was about to say, it kind of means value. that it doesn't, you know? Yeah. Like. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, as, in terms of the, like, uh, lifelong quality of the game mm-hmm. for the game's sake, that may be evergreen. But as far as its sales, yeah, not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be too surprised. I mean, it, it really, yeah, depends on, like, what were their sales expectations? Because if it was, like, I don't know, maybe we'll sell, like, 200,000 physical units, then, like, no, obviously. Mm-hmm. That, like, they just way, way, you know, Underestimated um, with your understocked yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, if if they thought it was going to be, like, even 500,000 physical units, mm-hmm. and it's selling mostly digitally, and also the number of people that are, like, double-dipping and stuff like that, I wouldn't be too surprised if it did. But it's also the kind of thing where, like, I mean, probably it'll sell well now and then also in holiday season, depending on who knows what holiday season looks like. I don't like know if this game's that for them kind of year. game. I, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't. And when I say well for that, I mean like hopefully in calendar year or in court f- fiscal year, mm-hmm. sorry, 2024, mm-hmm. you know, starting April, ending the following April, um, that it'll sell a million within that year. But like it's possible that this could get up to. Two and a half million in within this quarter, and then sell not enough to actually hit their you know charts again. So that would be interesting. But in any case, it's selling well, so that's great. And mm-hmm. you know they did a good job building up hype for um, future games. Um, and speaking of which, one of the guys apparently that worked on Metro this game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wants to um, work on Metro Prime Two and Three, which sounds like. Probably they haven't started working on those yet then. <laughs> but that not that we necessarily would that. know, but Yeah, I was gonna say I, I don't know what that means that. Um I mean then again, we even talked ourselves that like probably if they were to do two and three, maybe they wouldn't be full remasters like this one anyway. Mm-hmm. So it might not be handled by some of the same people. So, you know. But it could same. also be that and we just don't know yet. Cause like yep. It, from from ratings, if if there's any indication there, like the fact that Prime One got rated 18 months ago, um, right. I I think that that could lend credence to like the idea that mm-hmm. they do plan to do something like that, and yep. like somebody saying like I want to work on this isn't even confirmation that they're not working on it, right. you know, like, especially yeah. in this industry, like, people do that all the time, where it's like, oh, it would be really neat if this thing were to happen, and then three months later, they announce that it's happening. Uh-huh. So, like, I don't know if they, if there's much to be said there, um, in terms of, mm-hmm. like, if this means anything, personally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to know what things mean things, because <laughs> in a similar situation... Not that similar. Just things meaning things. Um, I'm sure you saw this. That there's there's talks already of new Switch model. Mm-hmm. What that means. Yeah. A, whether it's credible or true is a question. B, what that means is the other question. Um, so here's the here's the context behind it for anybody who doesn't know, is that there is uh somebody who on 4chan before 
what this is on February 24th. So that's three days before the Pokemon presents. Um, like basically said, here's all the things that are going to happen in Pokemon presents and got them spot on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. Um, so like even the names of hidden treasure of area zero and, uh, paradox Suicune and paradox, uh, Verizion and so on and so forth. The, which is, you know, all well and good and stuff. The last thing that he said is we are working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2. So, option A, he made he made something up, and that's not true at all. Option B is, he is uh, true, but what new Nintendo Switch model means may not be, what people you know. What people think it means. Right. Option C, it actually does mean like a like new generation console kind of thing. Or D, eh, some mix of you know, mm-hmm. this out of the other other things. But I feel like, you know, generally between A, B, and C, those are worth kind of digging into a little bit. So what do you think? I don't think like I don't see a world where we get a, a new switch model at the end of this year and we don't know anything about it right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just another thing we talk about on Nintendo Noise. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I think that if we were to get anything short of a new Nintendo DS sort of situation, a new mm-hmm. Nintendo 3DS right. sort of situation, or, yep. you know, like some sort Switch of Game Pro Boy color kind of, yeah. yeah, Switch Pro, whatever whatever it is. Um, I just try to, like, steer away from that because, like, right. the sure. idea yeah. of Switch Pro or Xbox or, mm-hmm. like, PlayStation 4 Pro, Xbox, like, people try to, like, specifically tie it to those console mm-hmm. manufacturers rather than tying it to the fact that Nintendo has literally always done this with every <laughs> successful platform that they have ever released. Like the mm-hmm. Wii even had like a mid <laughs> a generation refresh of sorts. Um, yeah. So like, I it just it like when they do new consoles, always it has always been the case we know about them at least a year before it, it is released into the world. Like mm-hmm. they don't just shadow drop console announcements. <laughs> They're like, yo, mm-hmm. the next thing's coming, whether it's like publicly at like an E3 or like a direct or like a, or at an earnings meeting, you know, mm-hmm. um, they yeah. say something that is, we are working on the new thing. You will learn about new thing at a future date. We mm-hmm. we have heard the opposite of that <laughs> for years and years. And that's still been true up until the most recent earnings report. Um, mm-hmm. and I think like, even if it was a mid con, a mid generation refresh sort of situation, they would kind of, mm-hmm. you know, tease towards that. We plan on releasing more SKUs of, you know, like, or whatever it is, yeah. you know? Um, I think that either this was a situation of them being abreast to, a thing that they plan to do before, you know, like it was the whole thing about digital foundry, which I think that they're great mm-hmm, salt mm-hmm. in terms of like them being a, a, a source and, and this sort of thing. Right. Um, but like, as far as what digital foundry said about the OLED and like how they initially planned to do like a switch pro kind of situation, but then pivoted something that we also mm-hmm. speculated, like when the OLED initially was revealed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, 
so it's like, I, don't, I don't know I, I just feel like this is it, it feels like another instance and also he could just literally mean like for the OLED <laughs> for all we know yeah right you know um but I, I think that th- this just feels like a, a case of like confirmation bias. It feels like right the the Nintendo Switch Online Game Boy Pokemon games all over again. It's like mm-hmm. we we get we get a little breadcrumb and we're like, oh, there's smoke here, <laughs> you know? It's like mm-hmm. it's like no, it's not it's not smoke. I mean, it could be smoke, yeah, but it's... I kind of doubt that it's smoke. I more doubt that it's smoke than I think that it is smoke. Hmm. So there's there's a couple of different thoughts that I have on this. The the first one is uh, to play devil's advocate. In the past, we have known well in advance that stuff is you know that new hardware is coming. Could be that um, in the past that didn't always work out so well, specifically with the Nintendo NX for the Wii U itself. Like it worked out well for the Switch. Um, to know it in so far advance, but like it, you know, could have hurt Wii U sales and stuff like that. I and don't so, buy that at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you know, just saying I, that yeah. like maybe it's something where they have done it a certain way, but now they have different management and stuff like that. And they're going to keep stuff close. I mean, they kept Metroid Prime close to their chest until literally when it was revealed. And I don't think they would obviously do it in that short order, but. Um, you know, once they announced the switch, that timeline was also pretty short. Obviously, the reason they talked about it so early was just to keep investors like afloat, probably for a while. Like, no, we've got we've got stuff coming. Don't we? We're doing stuff. I don't think that's true Um, because they did the same thing. They literally every every major console release they talk about a year plus in advance. They talked about the Wii U before the Wii U came out during the the Wii's uh, life cycle. They talked about the Nintendo revolution during the GameCube's Mm -hmm. life. They talked about uh, the GameCube, it was Dolphin. They talked about Dolphin during the Mm -hmm. uh, N64's life. They talked about, it was what, Project Reality or whatever before the N64 was announced. They always Mm -hmm. do this all of the time. Um, and that's also true for for like handhelds. Like there's even handhelds that they talked about way before they happened that didn't end up happening. Like it was a successor. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be a successor to Game Boy Advance that didn't end up happening. They pivoted and they did DS instead. And then that was Nitro or whatever. Like So my only thought is we are famous for saying that Nintendo doesn't continue do, doing things just because they've done them a certain right. way before. Nintendo Directs, as the prime example, like, you know, we can't bank on, like, the blank Direct Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, And so I, like, I wouldn't be surprised. I just looked up for what it's worth, like, when the Wii U was officially announced versus when it... When it was Project um, Cafe. Yeah, so, like, that kind of thing, which, like, that's a era that you know way more about than I do. That was, like, Um, it was at E3 in 2011, so... yeah. Even that. So the one thing that I wonder really is just like, yeah, just at this point, would they maybe have incentive? They have the most like best consistent sales momentum that they've had at this point in the console's life cycle ever, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Would it benefit them to hold their cards close to their chest while they can, knowing that they can just hopefully keep that up for as long as they can and, you know, have that ace up their sleeves, basically. Um, if that were the case. So that's that's me playing a little bit devil's advocate um, is that 
I don't, or more, less even devil's advocate, more, I don't think we can say just because they have done something a certain way for years and years and years that that thing exactly they're going to do right. the same. Because, But I'm less so saying that is the reason and more so mm-hmm. saying like that's what they've done and it hasn't not worked versus usually when I say things like that about like Nintendo mm-hmm. Directs and that precedent and stuff like that, those are things that haven't specifically worked. It's just, that's what they've done and they, they've done that. You know, like they did a September direct or whatever, or a January direct or whatever. Did that contribute to the game selling well? No, <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, for all we know, but they, I mean, they probably do have metrics on that kind of thing for what it's worth. You know, I think like they have metrics for way more things than we would necessarily, you know, have as like direct contributions of like engagement versus sales and all that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, to me, it, like announcement versus release mm-hmm. is a similar kind of thing in either case that like they still, you know, they could do whatever they want and, you know, go from there, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's that thought. So the other thought is that the one thing that because I was at first thinking, OK, it says new Nintendo Switch models could obviously just be a branded model mm. like, you know, like a new OLED or whatever. And that they just have even if they're telling the truth about this, we're working on this for a new Nintendo Switch model and it just looks different or whatever. The only thing that it feels a bit off about that is that then it says we're working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models and like I don't know that that those things to me together coincide where like mm-hmm. um doing a specific graphics patch for just like you know a Pokemon branded switch yeah. kind of a thing. That's exactly the same power level and stuff like that. So that's also that's new a thing. Nintendo Again, this switch is, model doesn't sound like successor. Yeah, it, exactly. So that's the other thing too, is like, that's also a bit funky, but it's, you know, again, I mean, it, it's would be surprising to me, obviously could very well happen that, um, that they would do a mid console refresh kind of thing at this point. But again, it just depends what they, I like. I think yeah, really, I, it's still going to be called Switch, and like that's, that's what we've that, talked about uh, for that's years. The part, like that's another thing. Like even removed from all of that stuff in terms of even their specific precedent, but just what mm-hmm. what makes sense business wise, mm-hmm. even to this day with the Mario Switch. I mean, the Mario Day stuff that we talked about in this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a three hundred dollar bundle. Yeah, for the not even the OLED. We have not gotten one price drop. Yep. As far as sales trajectory, no price drops. We're kind of midlife. We're mid cycle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like um, I, yeah. I would not be surprised to see them do something like that because of where they're at in terms of like sales trajectory. Like the only incentive that they actually have to release another console is the fact that people that are like super in and like like online tm want it yeah but like people are still buying switches people are still buying mario kart for their nintendo switch <laughs> so it's like yep. i don't know I, yeah i think it's really the the big question for me is do they do they want sales to i mean a it 
do they feel like they've reached market saturation for one thing you know um and i don't don't know the answer to that i don't think they do um it doesn't sound like they do and yeah um i mean but obviously anything that we hear them say is going to sound like that too because it's like i mean they're going to be honest to investors but they're also going to be optimistic to investors um so I that is something that I want to because I feel like they've gotten at least closer to market saturation th- than, you know, most other consoles that we've seen. Again, like the the examples that we have of, of the consoles that have sold more than the Switch are ones that have like outlier reasons like the PS2 is also a DVD player. So like the number of people that just use it for a DVD player or like the DS is like people bought multiple DSs because they then bought a DI and this, that, and the other, you know. Um, yeah, and it was the, before that, smartphones. Is blah, that blah, blah, even blah. an outlier? I don't know if buying multiple DSs is, a, is an outlier. That feels pretty Nintendo Switch-like to me. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, so it's interesting. So the last thought that I have with this specific sentence is that with it being released alongside DLC 2, I think to me, if winter 2023 means winter 2024 really mm-hmm. um and they're calling it like fiscal year 2023 and it means like you know march mm-hmm. of next year or whatever then i i would give this some credence and if it doesn't mean that then i wouldn't is kind of where my personal opinion because that is honestly that's the earliest i can see i can't uh, see like, i can't see any world where release is in 2023 I could see them starting to yeah, starting right. to reveal tease yeah. towards, but I I I don't see a world where release. Yeah, is I think that's unless it exactly, is a refresh. Yeah. And another thing that I want to point out is that I think that the and kind of alluded to it a little bit, um, but I think that there that's an inconsistency there because everything else down to the name of the DLC they were very specific about, but the mm-hmm. new Nintendo yeah, right. Switch model. It's not mm-hmm. very specific. <laughs> and I mean, unless they like aren't, yeah, maybe that's something that they're not even aware of. And it's just like, hey, make games stronger for reasons, you know, or something like that. <laughs> they could even be guessing at that. Yeah, exactly. Which at that point, that's not consistent either. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I, it say. just all feels like grasping at straws to me personally. <laughs> it's like, please, yeah. I want this to be true. <laughs> please, I want Switch Pro. <laughs> please, I want Switch 2. <laughs> uh huh. But, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things. If you, to me, for myself, it feels less like that because I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I think it's fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to talk about and just like, you know, predict the future, see what happens, see what doesn't happen. Like with the Pokemon Day, where it's like, mm-hmm. here's some things that would be fun to see at Pokemon Day. Right. Didn't happen. And, and people I got feel angry about fine. it. That's um, another thing that yes, is important to, to, true. to, to, uh, <laughs> to state here. <laughs> yes. Like, being too sure just makes people angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that is the thing. The difference between me talking about it as a fan and having fun mm-hmm. versus me talking about it as like you know bolstering the conversation and riling people up yeah. in theory yep. is is different and so yeah there's there's something to be said for that mm. but i think it's interesting regardless and i'll be curious to find out what happens we shall i see. mean we'll know before the end of the year for sure if if, if there's if anything the, that means anything yeah right <laughs> Because if nothing happens, we know it's not true. And if something happens, we know it was true on some level, at least. Yeah, exactly. 
So, yeah, and there was uh, apparently, I don't feel like talking about this specifically, but Jeff Grubb is hearing things about a reveal in late 2023, which would potentially line up with something like that. But even even that, he's heard some things that have been right, and he's heard some things that have been wrong, mm-hmm. and that's why we had Mark on the other week. <laughs> so, um, yep. yeah, you know, um, even if said, he's one of the more reliable that, ones. That I wouldn't be surprised by. Like, if we get yeah. some sort of reveal True. at the end of the year, that's more consistent. That makes more sense to me. Yep. That aligns more sure. with the trajectory of this console. Um, yeah. But- and then at that point, I mean, do a reveal and also um, uh, do, like, price drops and stuff like that. Right. And it's, you know, like, uh, going out, of, not literally going out of business sale, but just like a, you know, flash sale of all this stuff. Like, oh, you're excited about the new thing? Here's all this stuff that's already out that you can get for even cheaper now or, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, I feel like the that's a nice little one-two punch and that they've been, in theory, saving the sales and stuff for exactly this purpose mm-hmm. is... Kind of what PS2 know, cool. did. I mean, PS2 had sales sooner, um, mm-hmm. but they didn't get into their deep sales until PS3 was already out. Um, and that's yeah, when right. PlayStation 2 sales like took off, is once it was yep. at the 99.99 mark, it was out of here. <laughs> yeah. And you know what else is out of here? When you use the little bat in the home run thing in Smash, <laughs> that, but Smash more specifically. Oh, Steve. So, Steve's out of here. Some other stuff That's is about one. to be out of here, potentially the entire scene. I think uh, that this is all fall, like this is all fallout from the Nintendo Panda stuff. Smash mm. Brothers community shot themselves in the foot. Um, if they were Steve is the only thing that I know about, by the way. So there's a lot of stuff on any of the. So rest all of right, that. so Steve, um, there was a, there's a new tech that uh, Steve Labbers have discovered that basically lets Steve get out of hit stun. You know what that means? Mm. <laughs> he cannot be comboed. I do. Yes, <laughs> he he gets hit. He That's does not crazy. flinch. He can just jump out of it because he can place a block to cancel his hit stun. Basically. Um, yeah. that's a super, like, and they're not going to patch things at this point. We don't like, know. Done. We don't know. Um, oh, okay. they said okay. when they announced that the final balance patch that they were mm-hmm. open to emergency, like, ba- uh, uh, like okay. patches for glitches and bugs and stuff like that. And this gotcha. falls under that. So I don't know. Um, there is yeah. like a campaign from like, I mean, like by Steve Mains right now they're they're organizing mm-hmm. <laughs> to get him nerfed and get the uh, bug uh-huh. fixed. Um, because they want to still be able to play their character in tournaments. Um, but yeah, they're they're mm-hmm. they're like uh, like calling and sending messages to like Nintendo support and mass um, to try to get the the issue patched. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, a lot of Ooh, that's a that's a risky line though too. Because like if they're not doing that respectfully or whatever, uh, too. From what I then... see, they are. Okay, from, cool. From what well, I've that's seen, good, they're, they're they're not being uh, cursed, but that's just the ones I've seen. You know, like I'm sure that there's outliers, yeah. um, but yep. from what I've seen, they're they're like basically like good laying it out. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're yeah. they're like giving them all their research, being like, here's how this works, <laughs> here's why it's a problem, here's how you may be able to fix it. You know, um, uh-huh. that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens with that. I I have yep. I have my doubts. Um, but <laughs> apart from that, a big org that was a part of all this uh, panda drama in, in a way, um, less directly, um, BTS mm-hmm. Beyond the Summit, uh, they are shutting down. 
because they mm-hmm. are not profitable enough. Um, so they're sunsetting their employees. They're giving them like severances packages, and they're doing like mm-hmm. ultimate summons, um, ultimate summit sixes. They're like send off tournament. Um, that's like okay. I think towards the end of this month, um, which is a rip. It's pretty sad because uh, yeah. VG Bootcamp is the the one really big uh, like broadcaster of Smash events and stuff like that. They got hit pretty hard last year, and now it's BTS's turn. Um, mm. And it's just like I think all of this was avoidable. Um, I think that if the Smash scene cooperated more um and mm-hmm. uh, even like okay so there there's another aspect of this um tweak and mk leo both got dropped from their sponsors um both mm-hmm. of their sponsors are tier one sponsors they're like huge sponsors in esports in general like t1 and mm-hmm. uh, tsm um tweak uh is their only smash ultimate well was their only smash ultimate player they still have leffen yep. so they're not completely who is a smash bros melee player um mm-hmm. and i think he's like one of their oldest tenured players like and as far as like social capital he's like way bigger than tweak like tweak has like a mm-hmm. hundred thousand like a hundred and fifty thousand followers on on twitter and like he has a podcast so mm-hmm. it's like a little different too um but laughing has like three hundred thousand something like he's like the mm-hmm. first or second most followed smash player and like one of the top esports um players in terms of like uh-huh. clout so like them keeping laughing gotcha. makes sense um but t1 doesn't have any smash players now after dropping layoff so they're they're mm-hmm. exiting the space um at least for now wow. and leo and tweak who are two of the best players in the world are without a sponsor which yep. does not say a lot about like the 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 uh the health of the yeah. of the smash scene <laughs> um it's not looking great um mm. and yeah like i i just think that like smash like last year was headed in a whole different direction and that one like nexus event (laughs) of of them uh doing what they did in terms of like all that stuff and them like uh like bucking back in nintendo um for Mm -hmm. the 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 panda cup stuff i think they shot themselves in the foot because the smash was trending to being like a huge thing you know like it was already pretty big it was already one of the most viewed esports without any of that um but but now it's trending in the opposite direction you know like before there was like two like minimum two big events a month now we don't even know like there's like an uh, a big event that's happening this month which is collision in new jersey um and then there's summit which that's the last summit and then Mm -hmm. they confirm smash con is happening and riptide so that's pretty much the the big like smash events that we know are happening mm-hmm. um there's some like of like convention stuff that's probably going to happen but like in terms of like smash specific stuff uh, it's not looking great <laughs> smashing on the way out in terms of like as far as like it being as big as it was like there'll always be like grassroots mm-hmm. it'll be like what melee was when when evo got canceled or whatever when they were trying to cancel evo um people will always be playing smash people play this game in in large quantities but mm-hmm. like it it yeah. went from being like something that was a feasible career for for not only players but commentators and coaches mm-hmm. and, you know and all this stuff to that being a lot more risky unless you're like the best of the best you know 
Um, yeah, right. And also, and have even some, for just people like giving lessons and stuff, like mm-hmm. you know, tweak and that kind of stuff. Right. Where like, I'd imagine that somebody would, you know, someone in your situation that would put money into it to get better at the game, partly with the intention that like, and eventually I could be also making money mm-hmm. by doing this. And if there's less incentive from the like return on investment side of that, then like people are probably less likely to, right? you know, invest in the first place. For sure. I, would imagine. I, I think it depends on where they're at. Like for me specifically, mm-hmm. that's less true because like the, 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 yeah. the most, uh, like, ironclad thing about the smash uh, community is mm-hmm. that there will always be local events like that's gonna happen yeah, totally. and that's why i even care even a little bit because like i mean mm-hmm. the, the, first and foremost for me it's a content thing like being good at the at the at the video game is good for me because i can post mm-hmm. tweets and be like look at this cool thing i did or stream it on <laughs> twitch or whatever right um even make videos mm-hmm. if i want to do that um and it, like secondarily to that for me personally i don't really care about like traveling to play smash brothers because that yeah. puts like that makes this more complicated then i gotta be like oh i don't think we can do directly this weekend because i got a major i don't really mm-hmm. care that much about playing smash brothers to like put this mm-hmm. on the back burner for that um mm-hmm. so like that's less of a thing for me um for people that don't that, i mean that don't have that consideration but like have some sort of aspiration to get really good at the game um that really just depends on where they live if they're not like in a in a uh, good scene like i have options you know like i'm i have proximity to philly i have proximity to new york i have proximity to new jersey those are three of the like most prominent scenes mm-hmm. in in smash brothers period yeah um so like i have no shortage of places to to play smash brothers competitively but people in freaking nebraska or whatever right like they have less incentive now to like to grind because they have no real reason to travel to the big tournaments and stuff like that yeah so it's like man like that's rough man yeah yeah hopefully in some way that turns around but it it doesn't feel likely. <laughs> I think the only way that this turns around for the better is if Nintendo does what they kind of, I mean, Kit and Krista have alluded to this a few times, where they're mm-hmm. like, their thought process is like, whether you like it or not, we're strong arming ourselves into this eventually. Um, mm, so okay, like, yeah. I think like, I mean, a lot of the Smash scene, like the BTSs, like those people, the grassroots mm-hmm. people that tried to do this on their own, um, mm-hmm. that's something that they didn't want. But I think that mm-hmm. it's what mm-hmm. the Smash scene ultimately needs. Like, yeah. it's what every other uh, successful esport has is developer support. And yep. like, uh, Smash players love to see stuff like the Capcom Cup get announced and it has $2 million prize pools and stuff like that. That happened mm-hmm. because Capcom got involved. It didn't happen yeah. because they had a grassroots scene, you know? You don't have mm-hmm. a scene that big without the developer's support and blessing. Um, and yeah. the only way that you're going to get that is to for them to make it happen, you know? Yeah. And I saw this week or last week or something, like, Nintendo is joining, like, the like school esports thing uh, collegiate esports yeah they, they they they've been uh toying around with that for a while um m skelton said that could the steve uh steve tech force an emergency patch stolen from tweet talks i talked about that a little bit but i think um we i don't think it's impossible but i do think that it's like not super likely um unless this like gets super and like i think that that's contingent on if nintendo does care 
to 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 strong arm themselves back into the the scene you know um because if mm-hmm. if the scene becomes a thing and there's like financial incentive for them to like have these tournaments and they want people to watch the tournaments but they also want people to like see their game for what their game is meaning like mm-hmm. all of it um they want people to buy steve obviously they're not going to want steve to be banned so they're going right. to have to fix yeah, it, you know, because like whether they ban him or not, like less people enter if they if they're like, OK, well, we're not going to ban Steve. We don't want to patch Steve. So less people are going to enter. Less people are going to watch so on and so forth. Um, if they ban Steve, less people are going to play. Granted, I, I think that that's the smaller issue, because, um, mm-hmm. again, Steve is one out of 80 something characters. So like less Steve players doesn't mean less people playing the game because there's 80 other characters to play that other people will play um and i think there's more people that don't play because of steve than people that won't because steve isn't there if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um so i think that if nintendo does get involved i think that like that becomes like the opposite end like right now where i'm like i'm leaning towards no but it's possible um if nintendo does like re-enter the smash scene in a real way um i think that is very likely that we get a patch way less likely that we don't personally mm-hmm. but we'll see TBD. Well, it's true um and speaking of smash mm-hmm. you playing any games uh i mean i'm playing i'm playing i'm playing games man i'm playing mm. less games than i was last week because like mm-hmm. i've been mostly playing pokemon um mm-hmm. we got some we got some stuff that we're planning um one of the things sure. i don't want to talk about um but it's happening um another thing we talked about a little bit we're do, we want to do well i talked about it on the stream um i we're going to do like a pokemon scarlet and violet draft league um mm-hmm. if you know what a draft league is or if you don't know what a draft league is we're going to allot points to every pokemon in the video game Every mm-hmm. participant has a certain amount of points, and they got to build a team of nine to twelve Pokemon to use in a in a like uh, a season of games to see who is the best one. Mm. Um, but like non-meta teams, because point system. Right. Uh, this this season of game. What um, is that to play competitively, like with other people or against each other? primarily or what's against against the people within the league okay Mm -hmm. that's what i was asking Mm -hmm. yes as opposed to for some reason using those those pokemon to like ladder or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no right yeah um okay that sounds fun how many people are going to be involved in the whole uh that draft league thing i I think that we're trying to iron that out um i think that the minimum is eight um but we might be mm-hmm. able to get more because it, it's like it, it, it all breaks down to like how many pokemon there are that are viable um or yep. viable enough um because there's mm-hmm. obviously like certain pokemon uh, d- uh, i would i would say a few pokemon not enough pokemon that invalidate mm-hmm. every other pokemon <laughs> um so right. like if if <laughs> everybody that participates doesn't have a chance at least to get their hands mm-hmm. on one of those pokemon i don't think it's worth doing uh or worth yeah. having that many people or whatever right um or can those ones be banned or something like just uh, not i mean to they, use they could ones? be banned but i think that kind of goes against the if it makes the, the whole thing, thing. yeah like, yeah I, I guess it's just the idea like if, is more if it wouldn't be possible otherwise then you know 
Yeah, I th- I think what's probably going to happen is we'll just have a smaller league of participants, but just like stream. Gotcha. You know, um, yep. and then either it be rules a thing, wise. Uh huh. Uh, it. I was just going to say there would be a thing that like we prioritize like um, people that are already super active in the community or like streamer like people that stream, um, mm-hmm. and just do it like that, and then everybody else just watch because I think it'd be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Out of curiosity, so is it? Um, could people get um, draft Pokemon in the same family of Pokemon? Because I assume it's like if you know if you draft Quackable, I can't have Quackable. Um, but so theoretically, like I could have Quaxley and you could have Quackable, and mm-hmm. then I will just have a worse Pokemon. But yeah. like whatever. Yep. Okay. Just curious. Yeah, all the Pokemon are on the board. Um, so nice. there, there's like pre-evolutions and stuff like that, and they're way less mm-hmm. points. You know, like the, uh, yeah, the pre-evolutions right. <laughs> are like one point, and then depending on how meta the like, I think Sprigatito is probably like one or two, one to three mm-hmm. points, and then mm-hmm. Meowscarada is like fifteen points, mm-hmm. um, like fifteen or sixteen points, and then everybody has like a total. Uh, well, we're probably going to lower this, but I think right now it's like 120 or 130 points or something like that. But we're trying, we're trying to mm-hmm. again, trying to iron out how many points to allot to everybody because that like the amount of participants is contingent on how many points are available and how many Pokemon there are. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so that'd be fun. Yeah, that's one of the things that's that neat. we're working on. Um, uh huh. But yeah, that that I've been battling. I've been doing the ladder stuff. I got back in Masters. Mm-hmm. I think I already talked about that. Um, well, there's a new mm-hmm. season, so I got to get back in Masters again. But man, how often does it? Is that every quarter? I think it's like every month, every two months, or something like that. Every month. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Pretty often. Yep. 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 Nice. So they put me back in Great Ball at the at the mm-hmm. precipice of Ultra. So like I'm not far. Um, mm-hmm. But. I gotta do, do some people just stay like people at the top of masters do they just stay in no. masters or do they also get set yeah, back you, you all ready? get you all drop at okay. least a little bit um gotcha. so just gotta grind get back which it doesn't take mm-hmm. that long i think it would like if i if i like started from where i started and i didn't lose at all for like five battles i would be back in masters nice. um but it's a dice roll. This game's RNG, the video game. So, <laughs> I mean, and also at that point, even though you're in Great Ball, the other people that you're fighting in Great Ball, especially right at the beginning of the season, also are probably starting master. master rank yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. you know, so it's not like, and being at the lower rank isn't changing, yeah, anything mm-hmm. other than anything yeah. <laughs> at that point. Nice. I'm also playing that game. Um, just having having a good old time doing it uh, i finally evolved my char cadet i hadn't for a while because i was trying to i for some reason just had the impression that it was i was gonna like stumble upon whatever like the way to evolve it organically mm-hmm. at, through story means or something like that so i like didn't look up how to do it and but i hated using char cadet because he's <laughs> very very weak as charcadet um and then you evolve it and it's, it's a lot better although i have mega man instead of mega man x so rip <laughs> rip that you mega but, man instead um, of proto man proto man that's the one yeah what's mega man x mega man x is just long hair he's just mega man but like futuristic and and like 
taller. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What's um what's Mega Man Z look like? Is that who I was thinking of too? You might Maybe have I was been thinking Mega Zero. Man Zero. Yeah, you might yep. think of that's Zero. that's what I was thinking of. Um but yeah, so we're Proto Man or whatever. So but in any case, um I evolved him and like man, he's a he's a little guy now. At this point, I just I do finally have a team that I'm just like stick with these guys, ride it out with with this team and um pretty close to done with all the um i think i've got a gym and a starfall street left and then move on to the elite four but team right now is miascarada um annihilate uh arm rouge and three other uh palmot that i think is real cute and fun and two other ones so far, but I don't remember. Team sound head, pretty meta so. <laughs> so far. You just gotta give it's Palma, really okay. Palmot, uh, revival blessing, and and you're good. I mean, it has it. Oh, well, there you go. You got <laughs> yeah. a meta team. <laughs> <laughs> what what's my other two? Um, I've got my switch right here, but I don't think it's loaded up. So I'm gonna find out because I I want to know. I want to know. Um, oh, it is opened. We're gonna find out right here. Oh, <laughs> Tinkaton. Okay, you, you, took it out meta, of, you took it out of maybe. meta. You took it out. Oh, really? <laughs> I, okay. Tinkaton is I thought Tinkaton like, was Tinkaton's fine. Like, Tinkaton's more like support mine, like, can be glue, gotcha. but, like, it's not, mm-hmm. like, meta-defining by any means. Yeah. Um. And the last one, definitely not meta, but Garchomp, because I just like Garchomp. Garchomp's more meta than Tinkaton. <laughs> okay, interesting. But not super I just figured, because he's not a newer Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's honestly... But there's a certain I Pokemon that of... never leave the meta. Garchomp is kind of that. Um, Amogus yeah, is I'm, definitely that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's a part of me that kind I like Garchomp a lot. I almost want to switch him out just to have new Pokemon. all the others are Gen 9 Pokemon, mm. and that's the only one that's not. But it's such a cool Pokemon, <laughs> you know? Sure. What are you going to do? <laughs> it is a cool Pokemon. Um, so, yeah, that's my team. Uh, we're having a good time. Uh, yeah, I've just got Ghost Gym and Fighting Starfall Street left, and... Um, and I haven't finished that. Like I did the last Titan just but a couple hours ago, like the final but I didn't do thing. the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meeting somebody at a lighthouse and mm-hmm. something, something, something. Yep. So I don't, I don't know what comes of that, but I'm curious. And I think one of the things is like, I'm, I'm curious at this point just to see, I've heard people talk about like the post game doesn't disappoint or whatever. And I'm like, I wanted to find post out what that is. Cool. I, I don't know how I know paradox Pokemon or a thing. Mm-hmm. I, have just guesses vaguely at the concept, but I'm curious just to see, like, there's no indication of any of that yet. Mm. Like right now, people talk about the story of this game. None of this so far feels like story specifically other than Arvin and his tale. And you know, what a sweet little guy. Um, (laughs) It's terrible. And Starfall street, like I kind of, you know, I get essentially what's going on there. And then, you know, gyms are gyms. So that kind of thing. But I am curious, like, what's the, what's the, you know, story behind all this stuff that we'll find out later, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's basically all I'm playing. I think at this point, I, I'm enjoying it, but I also am ready to have it finished up so that I can play other things because I just, despite people being like, you don't have to, you can just stop playing anything, whatever you want um, and play other games and stuff like that. I'm just not good at that. <laughs> so I I'm good at having like a single player game and then like a light game that I play as well. Um, but 
I'm just not good at having multiple like single player RPG ish kinds of things going at the same time. And I'm just not going to force it at this point. So that's where we're at, but there's a whole bunch of games that I'd like to play. Um, I'm hearing good things about Octopath Traveler too. So that's going on the list of for like at the end of the year, maybe I'll pick it up when it's on sale and my birthday and stuff, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but definitely not going to get it for a long time because backlog. Um, so yeah, that's about it for me and games. Any you've been playing Pokemon? Anything else? Uh, did you? Uh, I didn't put Incopolis in that whole update in in the things. I did, did not you play no, any of nope. that. Okay, didn't play that. I didn't even buy that DLC yet. I bought the Pokemon DLC. Yeah, but I didn't buy that DLC mm-hmm. yet. I mean, I'm going to buy it when the probably. When, I mean, I'll probably get it before then, like before the second wave comes out. But mm-hmm. like, I'm not in a rush to buy it because i only care about the second yep. wave i don't really care about the incopolis stuff because that's yeah. just set dressing and i don't really care surprisingly yeah it's surprisingly shallow mm. i feel like for it to just be that so weird you know but here's what it is uh but yeah anything else that you are playing uh smash still doing cool. the, the, the the weekly sessions with quid uh, they're going mm-hmm. pretty good. They, they, again, just so uh, a lot of like small like, you should do this more, <laughs> and I'm being like, oh mm-hmm. my god, I should do that more, and then I do that more, and then that th- th- makes me realize more things that I should do. It's like <laughs> just the, the like, and also a lot of stuff that like, um, I already knew. It's like, oh, okay, well this, uh, I need to think of this differently, and then knowing that i got to use that move more and wondering why it wasn't working before because it would be a move that i would use and it's like well it doesn't work the way that it, it, it's it, mm-hmm. like when he uses it it works and it's like it's because of the stuff like i talked about this a little bit before but rising and falling aerials and it's like i realized that when i'm doing like ivy sword down air i usually do rising ivy sword down air and that's dumb like the, <laughs> like doing falling ivy sword down air get like makes the sweet spot easier to hit if you're like aiming mm-hmm. towards the ground um so just like that was dumb of you to do that i can't believe uh, i yeah. i would have realized that day one yeah, frame that's a fact honestly that's true that's a fact yeah i'm stupid <laughs> yeah. um but but yeah like just stuff yeah. like that no for sure also like just small stuff because it's like i just have like a lot of, and i think that this is also like something that like i notice about other people that are not me like even like tweak i've seen like um like he'll lose certain games that i he could have won if he wasn't as defensive as he was in that in that situation um i'm sure Mm. that he's defensive Mm -hmm. for an entirely different reason than i'm defensive usually um but Mm -hmm. like there's just certain stuff that i won't do because i i'll think like but what if they hit me and i die but mm-hmm, it's like that's mm-hmm, not yep. a, a a smart thing to think especially when they're in the situation that they're in because they're actively worried about dying mm-hmm. like they are currently yeah. on on their deathbed and i'm still mm-hmm. like but what if they hit me back and i die for that <laughs> um yeah. so like there was just a lot of stuff like that too where quid's like i notice you don't like like go for it <laughs> like you just mm-hmm. like kill people when like it's a guaranteed like oh you're dead um but like don't really risk things that I, yeah. he feels like i could risk more so i'm like trying mm-hmm. to work on that too is doing more more uh risky things um mm-hmm. that i don't usually do so uh, that, that's hmm. also part of it yep that's tough mm-hmm. anytime you learn like a you know, small thing that un- unlocks a big thing. That's always fun 
and but I mean sometimes tricky, but epiphanies those are nice yeah it's really for me right now the biggest thing is just muscle memory because like once he mm, like yeah. once he like once that was like said it just all clicked for me it wasn't even like it didn't none of that was like a question mark now it's just like mm-hmm. okay well i need to work on my muscle memory because my muscle memory is for rising down there <laughs> you know it's not mm, it's yeah, not for right, falling totally. down there um so it's like just not actively thinking about it and just doing it is the thing um mm-hmm. that i yeah, that right, i right. need to work on um yeah but i think it, it's going fine and like already like i'm playing without like just this week i was playing against mars and he was like yo like not that your squirtle was ever bad but now your squirtle is like <laughs> like what <laughs> I'm like, where, where did this come from i'm like yo quit <laughs> yeah there it is and we are also always like, like what mm-hmm. um, about these cra- crazy old questions yep. mm-hmm. you guys ask? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, here, so here they are. Um, all right. From, uh, f- for what it's worth, the last couple of weeks, I've just asked questions on Discord. So um, that's, that's what it is, because that's typically where we get the questions anyway. So if you're listening to this and you want to ask us questions, uh, go join our Discord. And then you can, you can ask them on Twitter as well. But, um, you know. Discord's the place to be. Let asked, how do you like your pizza? Hot? Cold? On a bagel? Yes. If if those are our options, in that order, descending for sure. But uh-huh. um yeah. so you know, like hot pizza. I can't even think of the last time the I had a pizza bagel. Probably when I was four. Yeah. Low tier. Very, like, like, I remember the first time I found out about pizza bagels and I was like, nice, this is cool. And then I had like four of them over a period of time and it got less and less fun and therefore less and less good every single time. Mm-hmm. So by the end, I was like, if you re- if you need something to put pizza on, a bagel will do. But definitely regular pizza uh, for sure. <laughs> Man, don't and like bagels. I, I'm indifferent. I mean, no, bagels are fine. I mean, but like, you know, if, if I want pizza, I don't. Like bagels are just really thick for pizza mm-hmm. things, so you need to like somehow make up for it, and it's like very bagel forward, mm-hmm. which is great for like you know cream cheese and locks or that kind of thing. But um, not for pizza though. Um, also, like fire, like a fired or like you know wood grilled fired pizza, whatever that kind of thing. It that's obviously the best way to do it, um, but that's not always an option. So most pizza. I, I like most pizza and choose a high temperature instead of a low one. Um, yeah, hot, hot pizza. I, I mean, yeah. hot pizza. Sure. I don't like, <laughs> I never like, so there's people that go like go not out of their way, but prefer to have mm. pizza cold when they're like eating pizza. Like I'm never yeah. going to like specifically opt for that because I prefer it. Only time I eat cold, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And I'll accept it. The only time I ever eat cold pizza is like I don't feel like doing this. Like doing this whole thing. And it's got to be pretty recently. Like I had the pizza yesterday. Like that kind of thing. Exactly. That'll still be. But like pretty quick, it dries out in the fridge. Like mm. if it's three day old pizza in the fridge, you can um, pro tip. a toaster oven but first run it like run a tiny like a trickle of water and get it a little bit wet and then shake it off just so like the outside of it's a little bit mm-hmm. wet and then put it in there and it like re 
you know, like mm-hmm. it doesn't make it all like weird mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So do do that. <laughs> but otherwise, but otherwise it's like, or yeah, like it's, people put it in, like people put like a glass of water and they put it in a microwave. I know people do that. Yeah. I've tried. It feels less effective, but I've, I, it's worked a little bit. Before. I've never tried it. I so, just know people do it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So there you go. There's pizza. Uh, Mick Mike asked, it's clear Game Freak needs to take more time to develop their new Pokemon games. But how long do you think Pokemon can realistically go without releasing a new mainline Pokemon game? Uh, depends on outside factors. Depends on like what else they're doing. Um, I think they could go freaking 15 years if they wanted to. <laughs> um, but... I, like with their current formula i think like two years max um in terms of like uh wasn't it three years is kind of the cycle well um, i mean unless- like i mean like two years if like they're just doing like what they did was um like x and y like that sort of situation like they put out x and y and then there's nothing new mm-hmm. in between that and then they put out mm. another game um but if it is like they gotcha. do new games or dlc or something like that then it's like three or four but like yeah. At that point, it's not, they're not going a long time without a game, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the game is still coming out. <laughs> so, yeah. like, in my head, um, Sword and Shield didn't come out in uh, 2019. It stopped coming out in 2020, <laughs> you know? Hmm, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's more so what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like so far their trajectory has been like three years between mainline games but i think i mean you know i feel like we could make a case for um three i mean just like at least as long as there's a release of i I feel like four could work fine if they just have something else to release like honestly i think they they could do five to six if they just pace themselves better um yeah but yeah it does depend on what their outside things are if mm -hmm. they have other ways to like inject new material into their merchandising and stuff like that, or like have a new game. That's not a mainline game, but it's like a spinoff that does enough things to give them new merchandising opportunities or something like that. You know, then honestly, I think legends Arceus could have been, I think the play is probably just to make the mainline games more robust because like Mm -hmm. while legends Arceus had like merchandising opportunities mm-hmm. it's not nearly as big you know like we got right. we got the friggin like um dehumidifier <laughs> we got the 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 like um i think it was wine company but it might have been somebody else that did like a wine mm-hmm. company-esque uh pokeball in that style but even that wasn't mm-hmm. priced the same as the other right. pokeballs um yeah i think that if they if if their their worry is that they won't be able to like um facilitate their like merch and apparel and all that stuff um then they need to like do that through a game that can be supported more long term but also stands on its own for longer um mm-hmm. and i the, the gta <laughs> Um, I, I think that that's the play is like they, they need to make yeah. the games like significantly bigger and like modular in a sense um, mm-hmm. so that they can like spend a long time on every game and it'd be like more fine. And also they can like support the games um, with like 
something closer to like skeleton uh like teams rather than like mm-hmm. it being like all hands on deck for for the game or relatively like you know like they have their a and their b team or whatever um and they have the a team working on like one main game and then like part of the a team goes away and starts thinking about the next thing that is after the b team while part of the a team is still working on post release like you know like dlc and support for the game and you know that sort of stuff they just have an a team that is we work on mainline giant video game and that's all we do and then they have b team that is like smaller where it's like we support big mainline game while big a team works on next big mainline game um i think is like the utopian version of what pokemon could be Mm mm-hmm if quality yep. is the only uh, factor here. Yeah, right. Speaking of which, Fish the Collector asks, what is the best Pokemon game that's not a mainline game? Also counting Let's Go and Pokemon Legends. I'm guessing that means I, that those are counting as mainline games, which, yeah. I'd say new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no arguments. I'm trying to think if I'd have any arguments. No. New Pokemon Snap, 100%. Well, that was easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon trading card game on Game Boy. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> it's one that I have nostalgia Fair for. Enough. Um, but no, yeah, new Pokemon. I mean, if, sure. if it's just nostalgia, I'd say like Pokemon Stadium Two. But yeah, but new Pokemon's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, Mega Man asked, based on the limited amount you've seen so far, what's your expectations for the DLCs for Pokemon? Uh, I think it'll be bigger than Sword and Shield's DLC. Um, I, like, as far as, like, things that I want out of it, I guess, I need mm-hmm. something, I mean, I don't need it, because I'm still playing this game, and I, I'm not, there, there's nothing in me that wants to stop playing this game. Um, mm-hmm. but I would like to have some sort of, like, equivalent to, uh, Dynamax Adventures. Like, not necessarily, like, mm-hmm. the, a, a, a feature that is the same, but... Mm-hmm. something that like that, that gets you engaged the impact in a new way as much same. as that too. yeah exactly yeah. like um sword and shield was a little different in the sense that like i wasn't playing sword and shield as much when that dlc even got announced like i was still playing it every mm-hmm. once in a while doing multi-battles and stuff um with like the community um but mm-hmm. that was like a once in a while sort of thing like i wasn't pl- i wouldn't play there would be weeks where I wouldn't play Pokemon Sword and Shield. There hasn't been like a full week where I haven't played Pokemon Scarlet um, since it came out. And that is not Mm -hmm. something that happened with the last game. Um, But then once the DLC came out, I started playing it like that, where there wasn't really a week since the DLC mm-hmm. came out, great. I mean, there's been weeks now because Scarlet and Violet, largely, um, that I haven't played at least a few raids with somebody, you know, to like get Chinese or whatever. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, having some sort of thing that can, uh, like, get, just give me more stuff to do with my friends would be cool. I mean, like, battling's fun and shiny hunting and all that stuff. That's interesting. But, like, sometimes people want to do stuff together and it'd be like PvE um or like mm-hmm. uh even a co-op that like i i think that like every pokemon game ever uh like drops the ball on multi-battle stuff like they do mm-hmm. uh like battle towers and you could do like multi-battles within the game with an ai but the fact that you can't do battle towers and have that same multi-battle like the uh yeah multi-battle like gauntlet 
of AI versus mm-hmm. like with a friend, I think is crazy. Like they, like uh, that that should be like a gimme. Like let me do uh, a Champions League or whatever, and it be a multi battle challenge thing. Um, also, they could. Uh, introduce some sort of thing. I don't think that this is a DLC thing. I doubt that they would do this with DLC, mm-hmm. but I would like to be able to like ladder with friends too, like getting a master rank with with a like a partner. That would be sick. Um but yeah, and like content like story wise I'm down for whatever they're going to do, although like the older I get and the more I play Pokemon, the less like the the less they're able to to trick me. <laughs> I know that mm-hmm. <laughs> that like the DLC was and will probably continue to be a Trojan horse for some sort of new like mechanic or feature. Yeah. Um. Right. So like, I couldn't really answer what I want out of that without being able to guess what that new mechanic or feature will be um Mm -hmm. i hope that have you watched any content or anything on people like breaking down i mean i haven't but breaking down this trailer and like trying to figure that because i i'm watching it a little bit in the background as we're talking Mm. to try to see if anything stands out as like an obvious i did i mean i did notice that that there was the whole thing about like paldea looking like being shaped like the turtle Mm -hmm. um the whole situation that turtle obviously has something to do with terrestrialization um maybe Mm -hmm. there's like an easier way to get terra shards or something um that would be neat yeah i would be down for that um another thing that i said i this is like something that's like tinfoil hat i wouldn't be surprised if this thing was like dual terra type that would be pretty neat um because right now we can only have one terra type here's a thought real Mm -hmm. quick as i'm watching this um so all that yes would make sense also i did I had a thought on like we talked last week about new Pokemon type or something like mm-hmm. that. I was and I had a thought earlier today as I was playing. What if at some point they had moves that were dual type moves? And uh-huh. that'd be they like flirted so with broken. that a little bit. They flirted, really? with, yeah. Flying press is kind of like that. Um, how interesting. Uh, if you can, if you can what? for a little bit, I can tell you exactly uh, what it is. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, so here's the here's the thought that I had in any case with this is that they've talked about the fact that the DLC wave one is going to be a field trip and wave two is going to be uh, um, uh, like exchange trip kind of a thing, exchange program or whatever. So it's like a further trip. I wonder. Well, again, I don't know what the post game is for what it's <laughs> worth. So um, I wonder, based on some of the things that I'm seeing in here if in the DLC two, what's it called? Um, because maybe the name would, the Indigo Disc, uh, maybe maybe not, is going to the future and the past of, because um, I'm, man, I don't know. I just would be interested to see if that was a thing. Well, eh, probably not. Okay. I don't know. So the description uh, That's just a thought. <laughs> the description for Flying Press is well, mm-hmm. the, the like description from Bulbapedia specifically cuz like the move just says mm-hmm. deals damage uh something about 80 power or something like that. Despite being a flying yeah. type move, the damage dealt is equally a combination of fighting and flying type and thus its mm-hmm. effectiveness against a given Pokémon differs from other fighting types. Uh, fighting type moves. Mm. However, all other purposes, uh, 
it is a fighting type move. Only fighting type Pokemon can receive the same type attack bonus on Flying Press. Uh, it is unaffected okay. by items like Sky Plate and Flying Gem, uh, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on and so forth. Yeah. So it gets complicated for sure, but yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess Tri Attack is three different types all at once, right? Technically, um, isn't that ice, electric, and fire? I think that, but it's categorized under normal. I think that move just has a chance to do uh, status relative to those types. Like it paralyzes you, burn your um, something like that. But I'm looking it up too because I'm uh try attack inflicts damage and has no secondary effect try attack does damage has 20 okay so gen one it just it's a normal type attack um and gen two does damage has a 20 percent chance of either paral uh, uh paralyzing freezing or burning uh the target each ailment has an equal chance of being inflicted try attack can uh this is just freaking mm-hmm, specific mm-hmm. to them not changing anything or changing who can right. get paralyzed and stuff like that yeah um okay so i guess it yeah and then they've nerfed that sense where like the, uh-huh. uh, fire types can't be burnt you know like that sort of stuff mm-hmm. but yeah it, has, yeah, it yeah, just sure. it, it doesn't have like those properties in terms of like type effectiveness it just has those properties because right. it can give you a status aff- affliction gotcha <laughs> yep interesting so yeah i mean but still that would be i guess an interesting thing at some point to maybe mess around with but i don't feel like that would be a thing now so mm-hmm was just a thought that I had. But yeah, I like your ideas. That's that's fun. And I'm I I bet I'm sure there's some sort of breakdown of this. But even the footage we've seen so far for it isn't like obviously gameplay. It's like mm-hmm. things they, that could mean just any number of other lore. things. Yeah, there, there's no real yeah, game. Right. I don't think that I wouldn't even say no real. There's like no gameplay details. It's yeah. all lore related um in terms of like what they announced and stuff. Like they they announced yeah. a Pokémon, they announced certain things like vague things about like you're going to this place you know um Mm -hmm. but they didn't say what we would be doing there you know like right like in terms of like the minute to minute like we know like it's field trips and a festival or whatever um but we don't know Mm -hmm. what is the gameplay behind all of that Mm -hmm. (laughs) there you go interesting stuff all right next up m skelton asked how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck norris four hundred thousand four hundred thousand <laughs> also it's not throwing chuck norris it's chucking norris i don't know who norris is yeah but he could be very light for all norris. i know norris could is. be very heavy yeah um what if it were a pokemon Mm-mm. what if it was a smash character where would it be in the official tier list aj uh, asked for ch- off the wall questions so i just had a brain fart this time <laughs> uh, you're welcome <laughs> um, um i think a woodchuck uh, would be cracked. It would be the the answer mm-hmm. to defeating Steve. A hundred percent. Right after Ivy Sword. Yeah. He'd be right <laughs> he'd be right the second best answer for beating Steve. Mm-hmm. There it is. Good stuff. Um and last but not least, RP asked, will Miyamoto end up changing Mario Day to CP Day? Chris oh Pratt my Day. God, bro. <laughs> Uh, yep. Uh, did you see that? Uh, I mean, I didn't. 
them trying no. to be like what are we this is about? this is why chris pratt is the perfect choice for mario <laughs> oh no i didn't see that he's, when was that? he's perfect because he's great at playing blue collar workers man he just the everyday hero he just he, he just the every man he makes everybody feel like they can do it That's too very silly you know <laughs> oh man what a time which like wouldn't surprise me you know because like people despite the fact i mean the, never mind um yeah <laughs> sure yep <laughs> sure indeed and with that mm-hmm podcast is over get out of here buddy go do other things mm, like like liking comments like subscribing sp- yeah follow us on yeah. twitter and all that good old dear stuff um mm. rate the podcast on the podcast services subscribe on podcast services it's free 99 but it helps us on those services tell a friend that's true okay goodbye bye <laughs>